You're listening to episode 96 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events across the U.S. and around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Ryan, I have to clean out the kegerator. Now, I ordered a quarter keg of Shinerbach, but whether the distributor wasn't able to get it or it's not even available, I ended up getting a half keg. Now, it's still waiting for me at the distributor's. But uh, I, I can't allow that much glorious nectar of Odin go to waste. So I, I, I have to clean out the, the, the beer that I currently have. I mean, because recently it's been converted to nothing more than a, than a beer fridge. And i got to be honest, I, I wish you were here to help me with said task. I mean, I, I'm, I am up to the task, but it would be far more enjoyable if you were here. Well, I'm sure that's the case. But Brian, I'm that's the case getting... in pretty much everything in my life. <laughs> Aren't you getting? Um, aren't you only getting summer shandy by the sixes right now? Anyway, I am. I am. But I know that as far as see, here's the here's the thing that I'm trying to do right now is I want to be able to keep part of my beer fridge so I can have a variety of beers to choose from. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to do a complete conversion back to the kegs. So I'm trying to find something where I can fit uh, a a quarter keg. And and uh, initially I thought a half keg was going to be able to pull it off, but apparently once you get to quarter kegs, they start going predominantly to the torpedo kegs, which kind of fucks the entire plan up. So It sounds like you just need another fridge. I know, right? <laughs> Karen, you heard him right here. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. You need another fridge. It seems like we're, I mean, it'll just solve all the problems of the world in That's my home. Deal. I can make a great recommendation. <laughs> See? See? This is yep. why we're brosifs. Absolutely. All right. I got a crazy question for you. Yes. Now, in our line of work, we see a lot of people's names. And recently, I've come across someone whose yeah, last social name... security numbers. Well, all right. Let's not get, you know, too creepy. or <laughs> <laughs> And addresses and birthdays. Right. But I've recently come across someone's last name that is Boner. Now, what would you do <laughs> if your last name was Boner? Uh, uh, use it as little as possible. See, I'll tell you what I would do. I would wear a codpiece and eyeball very intensely, like like as if to say, I fucking dare you to say something about it. <laughs> and then and then and then just before they did, I would cross my arms and then very slowly begin to thrust the air, gently. Not aggressively, but gently. Like um what's his name from those state farm commercials when he's doing a little dance with uh, Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> very similar. <laughs> Look that guy's name. Uh, uh, Raji, Raji. Raji, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes, that that is very similar to what I would do. 
I mean, I haven't given it much thought, but that just off the top of my head. <laughs> Very amusing. Thank you. <laughs> what do we have for Random Vegas this week? <laughs> Continuing our series on Vegas Vic, the giant neon cowboy Vegas Vic downtown used to say, Howdy, Podner, every 15 minutes. Jesus, that must have been annoying as shit. That's what I was thinking when I read about this, yeah. Yeah, we got that from at Pulse of Vegas blog or at POV blog is the, the Twitter handle. I mean, I know, you know it would be interesting for like maybe the first hour, and then you'd be like, for fuck's sake, we get it. Yeah, every every half hour, maybe every hour. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's acceptable. Let's but... not overdo it here, Vic. Yeah. Don't you shut the fuck up, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> Go down there and tell them I'm glad you don't work anymore. That's right. <laughs> Give you what for? Moving on to our Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is friend of the show and hater of the prop bets segment. His July 1st review of Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay only gave it 3 out of 5 chips. Yeah, Stuart Pointer wrote, If you take away the music, then the actual show itself is not one of Cirque's best. Two good scenes with lots of filler. The audience get caught up in the music and the Michael hype. So if you want to experience the music as if you were at a concert, then go. If you want a good show, then go elsewhere. We've heard a lot about this, that it's not very Cirque-esque. We actually have a story coming up in news that'll give you a little more details on that. But yeah, if you're a if you're a Cirque purist, you're not going to like this show. Yeah. Well, I doubt I'll ever get to see it. But what? you'll get to, to see it, it at some point. Come on. I just don't know when I'm going to get there. Well, I didn't. I didn't say timely. I just. Oh. Know. These things set up shop and they stay forever, Brian, unless they suck ass. I mean, Viva Elvis is the first one since Vegas introduced Mister that is actually closed. So. Yeah. Right. Well, that's true. Maybe. Maybe someday. There you go. Yep. And then moving on to the twit pick of the week winner. This week's winner comes to us from at Palms, and it is remarkable. Now, this is a perfect example of what we were talking about last week, where. We always prefer the Twit Pick of the Week to be a person from time to time, though. A property rolls out a professional photo that is just too stunning to not award. This photo was taken from the former Playboy Club space at the top of the Fantasy Tower overlooking the pool at night onto the Strip. In my opinion, views like this are unquestionably the best feature available to off-strip properties. The photo is breathtaking. There's a pinkish purplish glow in the sky as the sun goes down, only adding to the beauty of the property's exterior lighting. The shot captures Rio, Caesars, and Bellagio, and parts of most of the property surrounding them. The view is extraordinary, and I, I really can't even... Anything else that I would say would only bastardize how amazing this is. Go see this photo. Yeah, it's excellent. As always, we'll link to it on our blog, put it up on our Flickr page, feature it on our Facebook page, Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of the podcast. All right, let's get into the news. Our first piece of news is a little information regarding the death and the accident for the Cirque performer. After 30 years of performing death-defying acrobatics and stunts, Cirque has suffered its first death resulting from a live production. The show was Ka at MGM, and the performer was a 31-year-old acrobat in the show. Originally from Paris, the performer had been performing acrobatics for 22 years and has been with Ka since it originally opened in 2004. The accident happened in the later stages of the show, 
The artist was one of the people suspended by a wire from the show's famous vertical stage showcased in the final scene. As she ascended to the top of the stage, she slipped from her safety harness and dropped in the open pit, falling into and below the stage. As one would expect, at first, audience members thought it was part of the show. It even took the other performers some time to realize what happened as they continued on with the show. However, the screams and cries of the artists below the stage caused the production to halt, making it clear to the audience that what just happened was not part of the show. It was later revealed that the performer fell almost 100 feet. A few moments later, an announcement was made over the sound system informing those in the audience that they could receive a refund for the cost of their ticket or vouchers for future shows. The injured performer was rushed to the hospital and shortly after declared dead. Multiple statements of condolences have been released regarding the affiliated parties. Cirque's show Ka has been canceled, quote, until further notice. While various performers have been hurt in Cirque Productions, some even during shows, as we stated at the top of the story, this is the first time in 30 years that someone has actually died. Cirque founder Guy Le Liberté was quoted as saying, I am heartbroken, which seems fair considering the performer's body was broken. Yes. Um. <laughs> I can't believe you let me get away with that one. I thought there was no way you were going to let me go with that one. Yeah, I was just trying to skate past it, pretending it didn't happen. That's probably the best thing. It, it's, <laughs> let's, let's be honest and put it in context. First of all, one of the most amazing things these, these people do is these... They, there's a reason they call them death-defying, because the right. shit they're doing literally is that i mean it's not it, most humans can't do this kind of shit now i don't want to trivialize i mean this woman is the mother of two i mean 31 years old fucking phenomenal you know physique i mean she's it's an incredibly unfortunate accident and you know what one in 30 years that's not bad i mean yeah, it's it's still one too many in my opinion agreed um, agreed and osha is properly researching it and in in my heart i want to believe that this is honestly just something that happened that it's not some fucking sh I, I really really hope this isn't some bullshit fucking shortcut that they've done to save money here or there that, that caused some kind of an accident knowing Cirque I don't believe that's the case but you know regardless and you know even though we tried to make light of it really really disappointing yeah um, there, I would have to say that there's got to be some sort of um, you know safety precautions taken for situations like this and of course you know the you know their record uh, in terms of accidents and obviously this is the first death they've ever had really in 30 years it kind of speaks to the quality of the um, show that they put together and the athleticism of the acrobats involved but still it's um, you know there's always got to be some improvement made where this is not you know that this is not possible well absolutely and that's one of the things that you feel comfortable about with Cirque is that they're gonna find uh, this is what I what in my heart you know I, I hope they find out it's some anomaly that they, you know, couldn't have foreseen. They're going to learn from it, and they're going to make sure this shit doesn't happen again. Absolutely. Yep. Moving on, Fremont Street has some closing zip lines. Yeah, the flight lines, the people who have currently run the zip line attraction down on Fremont Street, they have now closed as Slotzilla continues to progress and needs them to basically get the fuck out of the way so they can put up their zip lines and get all that taken care of. Yep. Slotzilla isn't expected to open until August or September. So for those of you who are desperately aching to zip line down Fremont Street, you're fucked until then. 
Have you ever zip lined in general? Yeah, yeah, I have. I'm uh, just not in Vegas. Is it in? Yeah, is it? it I, see, I've never zip lined before. I've I bungee jumped. I parasailed. I think the former is awesome. I think the latter is boring as shit. I've jumped off um, the Stratosphere Tower, and I thought that was mildly entertaining. But uh, haven't ziplined yet, and, and I'm looking forward to giving it a shot, whether it be on Fremont Street or across Rio. What are your thoughts on ziplining? Um, I am not as adventurous as you are in terms of um, you know that, that sort of activity, but I would say in comparison to some of the other things you've done, you'd probably find this pretty boring. But um, it might be worthwhile just for the experience, just to say that you did it there, uh, but I would not expect anything uh, to match the exhilaration that you get from a legitimate bungee jump. Oh, bungee jump's amazing. See, the one thing, though, I think I'm going to save it for Slotzilla only because... If I'm only going to experience it once and, and I, I end up being disappointed by it, I'd rather be disappointed while flying past beautiful Fremont Street. I think that if you properly align your expectations as to what you're going to get out of the experience, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, you have to just kind of, I think for you personally, you're going to have to put more value on where you're doing it in your surroundings more so than the actual level of excitement you're getting from ziplining. Well, I mean, and you know me better than most. That sounds incredibly succinct. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you, you might enjoy it still, but like I said, you just got to go into it knowing that you're not going to be getting this insanely exhilarating experience. It's right. just more or less just something to do for fun. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Moving on, Mandalay Bay's solar power plant. This we is some information so cool. for you. So cool. MGM Resorts announced this week that they have greenlit a project to cover the entire 20 acres of roof space on top of Mandalay Bay's convention center with solar panels. MGM will partner with NRG, who will build and maintain the structure. NRG said that MGM approached them seven years ago with interest, but now, thanks to a reduction in the cost of solar panels and the deal they've reached with NRG, they are not only interested in moving forward with this project, they are already looking to see where else they can set up such a facility at their other properties. The construction project will be privately funded by NRG, it's expected to require 20,000 solar panels to cover the roof and directly supply 70% of the electricity used by the convention center and almost 20% of the entire resort's power. Once completed, it will be one of the largest rooftop solar arrays in the world and the second largest in the U.S. The project is expected to be up and running by next year. You know, I've always wondered why we didn't see more solar panels in a place like Vegas, but, you know, not ever actually looking beyond my own curiosity. It, it really does make sense that the only thing that prevents you from putting solar panels up in a fucking desert is because they're too expensive. Yeah. Well, that seems to not be the case anymore. And fortunately, they're able to pull off something like this now. And I think it's a great initiative. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not a, a hippie by any means, but I certainly <laughs> appreciate Let's make that clear, all right? <laughs> yeah, no, I want to make sure that no one gets the wrong idea about me. Um, no, I think it's great what they're doing. I yeah. appreciate a green initiative, and something like this, I think, makes total sense. Well, something like that, too. You're in a goddamn desert. It's fucking scorching out half the time, and apparently they have a- an ability to create electricity from that heat. So, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. So I, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm excited about this. This is cool. Yeah, very cool. Moving along to some equally exciting news, not really. Britney Spears is coming to Vegas. You know, I'll, I'll admit, whether it's embarrassing or not, I wouldn't see Britney Spears anywhere else on the planet. In Vegas, I would see her. No. I wouldn't see her at all. No, you wouldn't do it? No, if you gave me free tickets, I'd still probably give them away. 
<laughs> All right, well, then you weren't interested in this, but but just sit and enjoy. Or Somebody sit, might be. Sit and ignore. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I'm not a hippie, and I don't like Britney Spears at all. Right. Continue. Those are two things that we now have in our portfolio of your personality. <laughs> <laughs> it's being reported by Robin Leach, and this is actually pretty much legitimately accurate, <laughs> that Caesars Entertainment will finally officially announce a Britney Spears residency at Planet Hollywood this month. Details are being finalized, and at this point, it's just a matter of all the legal papers being signed and filed. One source disclosed that Spears has signed a two-year deal, which I thought was shocking. I, I, I thought maybe she would do a couple months, but two years. But let's be honest, it's probably like a, you know, like a, a show for two months, and then you know she's off for... Because think about it, uh, Garth Brooks signed like a three-year deal or something, and he only played two months worth of shows. So, yeah. yeah in perspective but the two-year deal they hope will begin the week leading up to new year's but at the latest they're expecting it to start in the first quarter of 2014 part of the deal requires that the 7500 seat theater at planet hollywood needs to be refurbished to accommodate the production it's also believed that a movie will be made documenting the residency and choreographed by Jamie King, who's responsible for the choreography of Cirque's Michael Jackson show, as well as two of Britney's most popular tours, Circus and Femme Fatale. Once shows and ticket prices are announced, we'll let you know. Moving on to more exciting news. <laughs> <laughs> we got some info on the Michael Jackson one preview. Now, Vegas Shatter shared their thoughts and photos of the new Cirque show, Michael Jackson 1 at Mandalay Bay this week. The storyline is the adventure of four fans of Michael searching for four iconic items from his career. Those are his hat, glove, glasses, and shoes, of which offer special powers to the wielder of said objects. It's been heavily reported that if you are a classic Cirque fan, as we alluded to at the beginning of the show with Stewart's review, you are not going to like this show. It doesn't have a lot of the bendy feats of strength, acrobatics. It's Although one thing that Vegas Shatter did mention is that it appears that some of the Cirque elements that were originally in Viva Elvis have been recycled into this show, including the trampolining apparatus display of... I don't know. Uh, the show makes full use of the entire theater, dancing up walls and the aisles, flying over your head and the likes. And of course unseen footage of Michael Jackson dancing as a hologram, which I god damn, I, I would literally pay just to see that. That sounds pretty cool, yeah. yeah. If you are interested in more details, check out a link on the blog or touch the title on the Enhanced Podcast and it will take you right to that story. One thing we will warn the author of this piece admits to not being a fan of Jackson's music and editorializes on the scandals the artist was plagued with. I mean, it's nothing offensive, but I could totally see some diehards getting pissy about it. Yeah, that's the worthwhile caveat for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's it for our news. We do have some prop bets for you. Uh, first of which being last Sunday, Vegas tied its record for the all-time temperature at 117 degrees. Good God. Sploosh. Have you seen... <laughs> Have you seen Archer yet? I know a long time ago I tried to get you into this, and, and you saw the, the, the pilot, and it didn't really cater to you. Have no, you... I watched a few episodes, but I didn't get it. I mean, I didn't get past halfway through the first season. I mean, it was, it was funny, but I just it didn't keep my attention. Karen even agrees with me. It is literally the cartoon version of what you would be if you were a secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's exactly what we would imagine, Brian. Yeah, Rob, Rob said the same thing. See? See? Oh, Jesus Christ. You, you know what you got to do? Just pick up with season two. 
pick up with season two. Oh, yeah, I, I'll have to give it another chance. I, I want. I wanted to like it for you. Um, <laughs> for me. <laughs> I wanted to like it for you. I just. I don't know. I. Uh, I'm busy. I'm a busy guy. Well, nobody can argue with that. Binion's limo has been relocated back inside the property. More recently, it sat in the Porker Shore, still, you know, covered from the sun. But it's, you know, it's Benny Binion's old limo. You got to get that shit inside. You got to protect that with these giant longhorns. Absolutely, yeah. We don't want that getting <laughs> getting all dulled from the scorching hot sun. Right. Yeah. Every Saturday at 3 p.m., Planet Hollywood holds a Miss Pleasure Pool bikini contest with a cash prize. Whores on parade, Brian. Whores on parade. <laughs> <laughs> Parts of the Riviera had to be evacuated Tuesday when a component of the HVAC unit began to smoke near one of the casino showrooms. Nobody was injured. Oh, that's lucky. 37 surveillance cameras were recently installed on this trip. The cameras are located on the top of traffic light poles and have the ability to rotate and change angles. What are your thoughts about that, them recording that much of all the crazy shit that goes on this route? It's fine with me. Yeah, see, I don't really care either. I've never been that whole what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. To me, I'm like, we go to Vegas and all the crazy shit we do, oh, I can't fucking wait to tell people it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I go with my wife and uh, well, right. my family That's most I... of the time. So, if I mean, their chances are they're going to be part of it. So I don't have anybody to tell anyway. Exactly. It's not like we get in devious things. We just, no. you know, you... Well, we don't we don't take the guys' trips and do all kinds of things that our wives are going to be. I mean, that's just not who we are. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, so... So that, that whole <laughs> line of thought doesn't really apply to us. If anything, it's kind of exciting. Like, going, oh, my God, they have video of when we did that? Holy shit, can we get that? <laughs> How can we get access right? to that? <laughs> I wish I could get video of the whole you and Rob interchange. I wish they somehow had video to, to oh, keep track God. of that. I still, that was so much fun. Oh, I, that was I, Vegas epic right there. <laughs> you don't have to do all kinds of things that are, like, Gonna get you divorced or right. get you thrown in jail to have a good time. I mean, yeah, I, everybody knows that. But I mean, it's I don't know. Some of the most the most fun and exciting things that you have are the are the things that you do when everybody's around to see it. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> Silver Sevens have had their official opening this week, complete with a new resort fee. It is three dollars for the airport shuttle service and free Wi-Fi around the new Corona Catina Bar, which. Seems like that would be available to pretty much anybody, right? Yeah. That would go around right. that. So yep. once again, that's, that's the thing that's always aggravating. I mean, other than just in general how aggravating it is with these stupid fucking resort fees, but they never seem to offer you anything of any real value. Yeah, they're just kind of, they're, they're trying to take something. Well, I guess we could kind of spin this as a, as a selling point when really it's just been there the whole time. Right, yeah. Yep. And finally, RX Boiler Room is now open. Vegas Shatter actually did a nice article covering not only just the decor, but also the menu for those of you who are interested. We'll provide a link. What do you think of the uh, idea that RX is supposed to be pronounced Ricks? Ricks, I don't like it. No, I think it's kind of dumb, too, and I think nobody will do it. <laughs> I, for one, would like to buy a vowel. <laughs> and that is going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's go ahead and move on to playing Vegas.
Playing Vegas, for those of you unfamiliar, is a segment of our show where we have up-and-coming performances and acts outside of the normal residencies in Vegas. And for Monday, this week's dive-in movie doubleheader at Cosmopolitan's Boulevard Pool is Little Giants and Friday Night Lights. Doors for that open at 7 p.m. Admission is free as always, and that's to guests staying at the property, and it's three bucks for everybody else. Wednesday, Art and Wine, a perfect pairing, is at Bellagio. Event begins at 5 p.m. Admission's $30 for Bellagio Gallery of Fine Art Members and $38 for everybody else. And The Rising, a Springsteen tribute, is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. Show's going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets are $15. I still don't get why there aren't a shit ton more of tribute artists. Like, I would easily drop 15, 20, 25 bucks if you're like, holy shit, you know, this tribute band to, you know, this band I find mildly interesting is over here. We should go do, we should fucking do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> a mildly decent tribute band. <laughs> of some to, band I'm vaguely a, familiar with. <laughs> I think I know one of their songs. I'm down with that. Here's $10. <laughs> Entertain me for an hour and a half. Tribute band. <laughs> and Friday and Saturday. Widespread Panic is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock. That show is set to begin at 8 p.m. Tickets are ranging from $46 to $56. And David Spade is at the Venetian. That show is going to start at 10. Tickets will range from $73 to $187. That's going to do it for Playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas Deals. Vegas Deals, a segment of our show where we share with you ways you can save money in planning your trip to Vegas and while you're in Vegas. The first item of note this week is Cosmopolitan's dinner and a movie deal. On Mondays from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. for 40 bucks, you can enjoy a three-course dinner for two at the Henry and tickets to the dive-in movie at the Boulevard Pool for $40. The appetizer is your choice of shrimp salad, lettuce wraps, grilled naan bread, whatever the fuck that is, or goat cheese and tomato stuffed zucchini. The entree offers 12-ounce slow-roasted prime rib, herb-crusted chicken. I'm not going to even bother with that one. I don't even know what that is either. Palliard? Yeah. yeah, whatever. Or pan-roasted salmon. Uh, dessert is a scoop of homemade ice creams and sorbets, and we will provide a link to that for those of you who are interested in reading about the words that I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> I always just love throwing those out to you. You're going, what does he know? Because I don't know two-thirds of this. <laughs> I'm a foodie to an extent, not anywhere near compared to some, but right, you know, right. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not scared to try new things in terms of food, but I mean, this, uh, screw this, I'm not even gonna make an attempt. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so this week we have some happy hours for you at New York, New York. We're gonna start it off with nine fine Irishmen from two to five p.m. Monday through Thursday. Six dollars steak and stout pieces, fried sausages, beer and cheese dip, and discount prices on drinks. That's what I'm talking about. I know, right? See? Shit we can pronounce and enjoy. Yep. Sausage, cheese, <laughs> right. etc. <cetera. laughs> <Sorry>. Discount. <laughs> Bar at Times Square from 4 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Drinks are $5 Heineken drafts, house wine, specialty cocktails and shooters. And food is 50% off select food menu. And lastly... At the Sporting House, 4 to 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, drinks. You have $4 domestic drafts and house cocktails. And for food, you have $4 appetizers. Nice. 
Access Vegas is offering $50 off tickets to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert tickets. Just use the code ACCESS50, ACCESS50. Go to the blog or click on the link or touch the title displayed on the picture of the Enhanced Podcast. So many ways to save, Brian. So many ways. I mean, we're coming at you from all angles. (laughs) (laughs) You can check out all the deals and happy hours we report on 360VegasDeals.com. That's going to do it for Vegas Deals. Let's go ahead and move on to coming attractions. Got a modest list of coming attractions for you. Just a reminder, this segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the U.S. and around the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium (laughs) (laughs) teats. Who doesn't want to enjoy premium teats, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Access Vegas, for bringing them to us. (laughs) We didn't have to search for them at all. They were brought right to us. Yes, tickets.accessvegas.com. Great premium teats for you to grab. <laughs> Bill Cosby is performing at Treasure Island on Friday, June 19th. That show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are 60 bucks. Daryl Hall and John Oates are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock Friday and Saturday, August 2nd and 3rd. Show's going to start at 9 p.m. Tickets are 42 to $80. VIP access with open bar is available. I am interested. Mm-hmm. Drake is performing at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on Friday, November 22nd. That show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 124 bucks, and front row access is available. Gallagher is now the resident headliner at the Laugh Factory at Tropicana, now through September 5th. Shows are daily at 7 p.m. Tickets are $30 to $60. Wow, a daily regimen of that. Well done, Mr. Gallagher. Mm. Carlos Ned Mencia mm-hmm. is performing at Treasure Island Friday, September 13th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets range from $50 to $141. And Rick Springfield is at the Orleans Saturday and Sunday, August 3rd and 4th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $50 to $200. You know, I can't imagine playing the same songs for 30 years. I get bored playing songs like 20 or 30 times a fucking rock band. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of, um, do I, I wonder if we have any of our listeners that actually play rock band. We're always trying to find new ways. Well, I'm always trying to find new ways to interact with our listeners. I would be down for that. Would you? See? Yeah, so we, sure. Now we can properly say we are always interested in interacting with our listeners and wonder if anybody actually still plays Rock Band 3 other than me and Brian when he wants to entertain me. You know, I would be interested in committing to doing something like this on a regular basis, only to later decide that I'm just going to do it once, and that's it. <laughs> the funny thing is, is as you said it, I was like, so you mean once. <laughs> <laughs> but I was happy with that. I'm like, ooh, we're going to get it once. This is awesome. <laughs> Uh, if you are still playing the game and you're interested in joining us, uh, you can go ahead and email us your PlayStation 3 user ID number uh, or name because that's what Brian and I play. So if you've got Xbox, eat a bag of dicks. Um, but <laughs> if you've got a PS3, you can email us that user ID and we will friend you and perhaps set up some kind of a meetup where we can faux jam, Brian. That would be great. <laughs> we can pretend to be musicians that's for right. a minutes at a time <laughs> in front of no one. <laughs> 
that's going to do it for coming attractions. Let's move on to the river. Welcome back to 360 Moneyline, where this week we're going to go over all the other types of bets that we've discussed previously and the odds associated with those. Uh, in the past segments, we've thrown a lot of numbers out there concerning the different types of bets, and now we just want to go over them all at once comprehensively so you can see how they relate to each other. The against the spread bet and the over-under bets, if you remember, are minus 110. You have to bet $110 to win $100. And the classic example is I bet $110 on the Bears and you bet $110 on the Packers. The Packers are favored by five and the Packers end up winning by seven and I lose my $110. Now the casino is holding $220 of our money for this bet. The $110 you bet pays back not only your initial wager of $110, but also $100 worth of winnings for a total amount of $210. The casino keeps the extra $10 and that's sometimes called the juice. You multiply that by thousands of bets, and that's how Vegas is built. Exactly right. And, and something uh, to follow up on that as well is the, the whole deal about the spread is to, to make all the gamblers bet an equal amount of money on each team. And so a lot of times you'll see the lines move because let's say a lot of people think that the Packers are going to cover the spread, but then the, move, the line might move the other way so we have to induce more betting for the Bears. Uh, so that they'll have an equal amount of bets on each team so that no matter what, um, you know, the house wins that money, keeps that $10, that they still make their money back. Yeah, the, the casino is never at risk of losing money in these sports bets unless they set a bad line. And then if they do, they can adjust it to minimize their losses. Exactly. Now, also, we, we discussed parlays before, as well as the odds for the parlays. When we talked about parlays before, again, what that is, it's, it's a series of bets in each bet in a parlay, or as gamblers like to call them, legs. You have to hit every single leg in the parlay in order to win the whole bet. And the more legs that you add to the parlay, the more money you win, but also the less likely you're going to hit the bet. So, for example, the odds of a three-team parlay pay out 6-1. to one. The odds of a four-team parlay pay out 10-1. to one. A five-team parlay, they pay out 20 to 1, 16, 40 to 1, 17, 75 to 1, and an 18 or 150 to 1. And they go all the way up to 15, 16, even 20 team parlay, where you can actually make a ton of money, but they're almost impossible to hit. Again, the, the three team parlay, for example, just when I say that six to one odds on a three team parlay, what that means is let's say you bet $100 on a three team parlay, and you hit it, that means when it pays off six to one you get your hundred bucks back plus 600 more. So obviously a lot of money, a ton of fun to make, but they're also very big money makers for the casino. Now the other bet we've discussed before as well is the money line bet. The money line bet does not have a spread attached to them. It's just essentially you're just picking who's going to win the game straight up. There's no spread involved. You just pick who you think is going to win the game. Now, interestingly enough, usually when you're picking a money line bet, you're either picking something very safe or the favorite if you bet on them you don't win as much money but it's considered a safer bet what i always like to do myself though is if i'm doing a money line bet i like to pick the underdog the team that's you know that's not supposed to win the game where you can actually win quite a bit of money if you actually pick them to win yeah money line and the favorites that's like betting the don't pass line in craps 
that. It's just it's it's the boring bat. It's the, the absolutely boring bat. Whereas pick the underdog, man. You get behind that underdog, they start making throwing some big shots or some big plays down the field, pick off a couple passes. Oh man, it's 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 it can be absolutely a blast. And the ones that Chris just talked about, the parlays and the money line, those are the most fun bets to make, in my opinion. The against the spread bets are the ones that are the most common and ones I think probably the most people make. But once you get into the parlays and the money lines, that's that's where it gets fun because, you know, you get the bigger payoff odds. And they're also, you know, less likely to hit. I mean, I don't remember a lot of against the spread bets I make, but I remember almost every one of the money line bets that I make and win, mostly because I'm sitting around screaming money line as the game's going on in a really high-pitched voice. <laughs> There's a reason you love Butler, man, and with, with your money line bets. Oh, Butler, I would just sit there. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you guys didn't slap me. I was just drunk, walking around the room going, Money line! Oh, God, it was obnoxious. But, you know, I still have just a completely unreasonable love of Kansas State. Like, I still root for them to this day because the first parley I've had, they were the final leg. <laughs> so I still like Kansas State to this day. I mean, it just it doesn't go away, and I still and I still bet on them every year I can. Well, that's uh, an overview of the all the odds we've gone over. Hopefully that helped once you see them all together, go over everything, and you can see how the casino makes their money, what the odds are, what you need to bet. It'll make you feel more comfortable when you go in, and go in and try to find the games that you like. That'll be good for today, guys. If you guys have any questions, you can hit us up on 360moneyline at gmail.com or on Twitter at 360moneyline. Here's what disturbs me about those gentlemen is you hear them talking about, no, 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 don't make the safe, smart bet. You know, you got to start betting for the underdogs. That's the excitement. Like, what what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to make money, gentlemen. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, I will say I appreciate a good spread, too. So I'm glad they addressed that. <laughs> Very important stuff. Very important. So that's going to do it for the river. Uh, let's move on to some listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, uh, well, why don't you go ahead and start us off with listener feedback? Yeah, we got a PayPal donation from Jeremy Fleming, which is, like I said, every single time we end up getting a donation, it's incredibly humbling. I mean, the fact that people enjoy what we do so much, which we have reiterated many times, the original concept was Brian and I hang out now that we live in different places, hang out and try to make each other laugh about something that's mildly entertaining. You know, and the fact that people like it so much that they just straight up give us money, I don't know if I'll ever get used to it, but uh, it's People always... just sign over their paychecks to us, they offer us their children, <laughs> it's just too much. Right, it's too much, too much, thank you, though, thank, thank you. you. Yes, we don't know what we're going to do with all these spare children, but... <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do with all of them? Right. Now, there's lots of ways that you can support the show next to PayPal, the easiest of which is uh, our Amazon banner. If you want to buy something from Amazon, just go to 360VegasPodcast.com, click on our Amazon banner, and then do whatever the fuck you want to do. If you purchase something, we get credit just because you clicked on our link first. Yep, so go do that. What else we got? Nice YouTube. This one was from... I have no idea how he wants me to pronounce this. It's R-K-A-Z-M-E-R. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's three <laughs> out of five... <laughs> three out of five stars. It was written on June 20th. Title is Good Show, but mix it up. Solid Vegas show, but repetitive of other podcasts. Also, host uses the word literally way too much. He's totally right. I do. You literally do. I really. 
<laughs> you know, another one I use a, a, a whole ton is now. I think it's like, it's, it's like my, my transitional word. Like the way some people use um, I use now. That's like how yeah, I start off everything. Filler. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's right. Oh, oh, you know another one? <laughs> For some reason, only when I'm talking to you. That... When you're, you're like pointing out your deficiencies in like broadcast and you're like, you're just you're so excited to share all of it. <laughs> Brian, I'm highly flawed, and I'm not ashamed of that. The fact that somebody wants to take their time to make sure to point out what a worthless piece of shit I am, that doesn't bother me. This doesn't bother me, Brian. I mean, it's not it's definitely not going to contribute to my inevitable suicide. No. Sure, let's just celebrate it. Right. <laughs> Another one that I realized I do all the time, and it's only with you, is that for some reason, anything that you say that's humorous, I go, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I have no idea why. That's so true. <laughs> so true. But uh, yeah, we thank we thank uh, everybody, even when they're <laughs> malicious pricks and want to write a bad review. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, we like when anybody sends anything. If it's, you know, we we honestly digest everything that that uh, that comes our way, and if we find something valuable that we can somehow improve upon, you know, we we have actually you know made adjustments based on on criticism small, small adjustments yeah, yeah i mean yeah, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to go along with all the requests for us to change our personalities cuz it's yeah yeah we're just not going to do that like i said <laughs> and we we've said it once and we'll say it i'm sure hundreds of times more this show primarily was an opportunity for you and i to hang out and make each other laugh the fact that other people like it is just awesome if yeah, they don't we don't give a money. fuck <laughs> right <laughs> You know, but please support us. Yeah. <laughs> and now let's go back to July's poll. Let's talk about this poll, Brian. You talk about it. Yes. I like do you guys enjoy the enhanced podcast? Do it slow. Do it slow. <laughs> <laughs> Your options for the poll are: I enjoy the enhanced podcast. I only listen to the show. I don't listen, but I like that as an option. So far, I only listen to the show. Is in the lead with fifty-three percent of the vote, followed by I enjoy the enhanced podcast with forty-six. And no one thinks it's just a good idea. Right. <laughs> like, that's just dumb. Why would you make that extra effort? <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already, you've got the month of July to share your thoughts with us on the subject. So go to the poll. Yeah. Yep. And lastly, we'd like to know, how would you like to ante up? With the loss of Matt on the show, he was one of the first original outside contributors to and what... And again, Matt's not dead. He's just not contributing yeah, to the show. Yeah, he's not dead. He's just a selfish prick that doesn't want to have... You know, doesn't want to be... I'm totally kidding. We are still very close friends with Matt. Matt just didn't want to do the show anymore. Fair enough. That gentleman is not going to be able to see Las Vegas for two years, and I can't fathom what a world would be like in that scenario. But yeah, it's just a carrot, you know, and right. there's no reason to keep dangling that in front of him. Right, right. So he's decided to leave the show, and what's most interesting is that he created what eventually became the river segment where we had so many people contributing that we we needed to to kind of mix it up it wasn't Annie up every single week so well you know and he really defined what Annie up was he really did he really yeah. did and, so, and and we also as we come up with this idea which is genuinely we want to know what you would do if you had a segment on this show you know whether we decide to eventually call it Annie up or not will depend on on what your submission is but you know we're trying to be semi-clever and we aren't traditionally clever we're pretty straight brian yep. our, the name of our show is 360 vegas and we make everything 360 something so mm -hmm. right. we just you know it kind of sounds clever how would sure. you ante up 
Annie Absolutely. up and, you know, so I think we're getting redundant, but. <laughs> oh, well, well, hang on. Let's be clear now. It's you talking, not me. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're asking, what would you do if you had the show? Now, you don't have to do the same shit that Matt would do, you know, or, or whatever Annie up was about, but we're curious. All Australian-like. Right. <laughs> You don't have to do it in that accent. Nothing like that. We're just saying, if you had a segment on the show, how would you do it? All you got to do, shoot us an email, shoot us a proposal, we'll talk. Yep. So that is going to do it. Episode 96 all done. Thank you guys for listening and downloading the show. We appreciate it every week you join us for our show. If you'd like to take a look at any of the links for the uh, stories that we referenced on this week's show, you can do that on our blog. That's 360VegasPodcast.com. If you'd like to email us, the email address again is 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to find us on social media, we're on everything. And you can find links to that on the blog as well. Yeah. Three more episodes until 100. Don't forget to shoot us emails, tweets about your favorite segments on the show so I can somehow make more work for myself and possibly make small collections of those favorites so we can re-enjoy them. Yep. So we'll have that to look forward to as well. <laughs> right. Yep. So that's going to do it for episode 96, guys. Yeah. I got nothing else. So we'll see you next week. Yeah.